Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey y'all, welcome back to Joan and the Savvy Podcaster. Episode 4, Writing Part 2. My name is Sailor Billings and I created the audio sitcom The Ark of Joan. But this next 10-part series is dedicated to creating and producing audio drama podcasts like The Ark of Joan without the backing of a broadcast network or streaming network. It is for independent podcasters. The blog associated with this podcast is located at thearcofjoan.blogspot.com. That's the arc, like a rainbow, A-R-C, of joan.blogspot.com. And in this episode, I'm going to talk about formatting your actor scripts and the editing script and the editing spreadsheet. Like I said in episode 3, I always have two scripts of the same episode, the actor script and the editing script, and the goal of both is to keep things moving while I'm in production. Obviously, the actor script is pretty straightforward with dialogue and situation explanations for the actors, but the editing script is a whole other story. But if you take the time to do an editing script in pre-production, it will save you much needed time when you are editing. So... To explain the acting script, I would send you again to the BBC. Uh, It's uh, bbc.co.uk. Once you go to the BBC website, you'll go to the writer's room and to the resources, and then you'll click on Radio Drama Without Audience Link, and you don't have to reinvent the wheel here. If you want to learn from the best, go to the source, and that would be the BBC. They have literally and consistently been producing audio fiction for 100 years. The end. Good night and good luck. Just kidding. (laughs) If you're really trying to figure out how to format your scripts and you want to follow along with what I'm talking about, I've put the formatting of the scripts under the episode four uh, on the blogspot.com. For this episode, it's thearcofjoan.blogspot.com. That way you can see what I'm talking about with the differences of numbering your lines versus how 
the uh, BBC Writers Room do theirs. But script formatting is basically universal for most mediums, film, TV, or radio. First of all, it has to be clear and concise. And I said this in episode three, writing one, but in case you've skipped down here, I'm going to repeat myself. The actors need to know more than just the lines on the page. Where are they in the scene? What are they doing? Walking outside? Sitting in a cafe? Here's what I said before. I try to write the first one in as clear a way as possible for the actors, and I include the stage directions like whispers, talks loud over a party and dance music, or while walking. This will give the actors the audio cues they need to alter their speech. I mean, you can't have two characters who are supposed to be jogging giving their lines as if they're sitting in a really quiet cafe. Also related to both the scripts and editing, I always start with sound, then voices. It's almost like giving a clue to where you are and what's going on and what's going to happen. I think this also helps the actors understand audibly what's happening. Uh, The only thing different I do that's from the BBC Writer's Room scripts is I number my lines. So... Um, so scene one, interior church, YM's office, Tuesday morning, and then in parentheses I have the names YM and Muriel capitalized. And then number one, music, program theme, music up and then fades out. Two, sound effects, footsteps. Number three, sound effects, door knocks. Number four is YM's line, Muriel, it's good to see you back. Thanks for stopping by. I number the lines because we're recording in isolation, and if I need someone to re-record a line and get it back to me, it just saves confusion. I can drop Muriel an email asking her to re-record page 1, scene 1, line 9, I don't know, 11 and 13, and why I need it to be redone. And whether it's a problem with reading, or I lost the mp3 file, or file was corrupted, whatever. Also, I always put under the scene numbers the characters in the scene. I realized it's a lot easier for the actors if I put their names at the top underneath the scene headings so they don't miss out on recording any of the scenes. Please don't go out and buy script writing programs just yet. Don't get me wrong, there are some great ones and some very useful ones to be had. And it's fine, they are fancy and they can do multitude of fancy things like pulling all the lines of one character and charting things, and they make those fancy digital index cards. Some people love these programs for very good reason, and some are super useful if you've got a writing partner or you're in a group writing thing. But for me, I have to ask myself, why do I need this? Sometimes I'll send over a script to an old writing pal, and she marks it up with like a different color font and she sends it back to me, tells me I'm a hack and we're done with it. You may find a writing program an absolute must-have to get your thoughts organized and your plot points mapped out, but I feel they can be an obstacle to my ultimate goal because I will have to take the time to learn how to use these writing programs and really for the podcast you're just basically putting tabs in a Word document. So for me it's a bit like overkill. Now, for the script you're going to be using for the editing, it's the same script, you're just going to put it in a different format. Now, basically, you're going to squeeze all your tabs in a bit and make your dialogue very narrow. I always print this one out, and I keep it separate from everything else until I start to edit. Whereas the actor scripts uh, is basically a pre-production script, this is your production script. This is your editing thing you're going to use. 
one of the constant truisms of editing a fictional podcast is keeping everything organized. Think of this as your junk drawer. It's messy, but it's where the spare keys and everything else that's useful in your life lives. You keep the script narrow because it's where you write the sound effects, the time codes, the notes, the ideas, etc. I try to keep the time codes, settings, the filters used, file names, stitching notes on the left side. And on the other side, I keep the notes and ideas and which takes of the actor's sides I want to use because a lot of times actors will give you several different readings like if one actor always gives you three readings you can just simply go down and go one two three whatever reading you want now everybody everybody every single person who has edited on computers has an editing program crash story or a computer crash story it is just inevitable that that will happen but the severity of the crash varies picture this It's 1 a.m. You've been editing for about four hours. Your neck hurts, but you're on the last three pages of the script. Do you stop for the night or hang on? It doesn't matter because the program just crashed. You work for 20 minutes trying to get it back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary up and running and you realize the whole episode is lost. So just in case of a massive crash where you absolutely have to start over, this is like the last line of defense. Even though you've saved everything in three separate places like you should, how are you going to remember you lowered Muriel's voice in scene one, line nine, and gave it the effect of her entering the room or that you fixed a problem with the fade-in or whatever sound effect with this or that filter, because it's on the left-hand side of your junk drawer. 
right? It's with the time code. And on the right-hand side, you have the sound effect that you used for that line. This is why you have an editing script that looks like a junk drawer. This is part pre-production writing, but it could also go an editing episode as well. But while you're working on the scripts, always do a scene spreadsheet. And I print mine out and I keep it with the editing script. So the top of row is the characters, the sound effect, the music, and the notes. And below that is like scene one, intro music fades. And then in the notes, I have scene change dot wave. Under YM's first line, I have interior office ambient, YM, AMB1, MP3. These are just files, so I know which ones I used and the sound effects that I used in each scene. And it just keeps going on down through the lines of the actors so I can follow along with which ambience and which uh, sound effects I'm using. This is also when I'm assembling the elements of the episode together to load into the audio software, I know what I'm going to need, as in the sound effects, where it is, what the file names are, because I use the same sound effect files for actor one's front door throughout all the episodes, and that door sound effect is different than YM's office door. I use like six different car door opening and closing sound effects, but I always use the same sound effects that is assigned to that actor. For example, I have five actors and all of them have a front door sound effect assigned to them. I find that so much easier and it gives an audio clue to the audience. I also use the same ambient sounds like room tones or atmospheres. Joan's office sounds different than YM's. Muriel's sounds different from Jones. Like Jones office is closer to the front door, so in the background you'll hear mumbling, doors shutting. She also has the biggest office, so there is a higher ceiling. Listening to the people talking in Muriel's office is a bit claustrophobic. It's flat. There's absolutely no reverb. Like outside Beth's house, there are always crickets. It's these kinds of touches that gives your audience uh, audible touchstones that'll register in their subconscious so they don't have to sit there constantly, consciously thinking, okay, where are we in the story? And that is because that's going to pull their attention away. I repeat this and go into more detail in the editing episode, but for now, this is pre-production reason why it's so important and how to do it. So for every script, you'll have the actors and the editing script, as well as the scene spreadsheet for the editing. As a general reference, the scripts are about one page per minute. So I usually do about eight to ten scenes per episode, which translate to about 25 pages. I keep saying generally and about because it really does depend on how you format the scripts how long your intro and outros are, and how many sound effects you use. For people who are using plot A and plot B structures, where you have a plot A running throughout your series, and you use a plot B as a single structure story for that episode, I usually pepper the plot A points about two-thirds through the first few episodes and let the amount of scenes dedicated to plot A number up until I've reversed that structure. That's it for now. Next week's episode, we'll go through the casting process and the people wrangling. And if you haven't been told yet, I hope you have a great rest of your day. This series was created by Billy Bat Productions using helpful resources from Audacity, freesound.org, 
freemusicarchive.org. And the music is from John Bartman at johnbartman.com or johnbartman.fma.org. For links to these sites and our blog, please see our show notes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.